Welcome to the UDP Broadcast, a podcast where a group of friends get together and discuss gaming-related topics and offer both informed and uninformed opinions. I'm Luminary Weekly, and I'm accompanied today by my hosts, the Nordic Cajun. We've been here, too. <laughs> the Eternal Barcode, I'm E. Hello, everybody. I'm on the internet. And from the Emerald Dream, Reina, the Crit Chicken. The Crit Chicken, indeed. Walk, walk. Episode 49, with Reckless Abandon. Um, news this week has been shit, but uh, we've got some tasty morsels. But before we get into that, Aimee has some special messaging. I do. So just a quick reminder, this is an opinion show. It does not reflect official company policies or views. In other words, we are poor. We make uninformed opinions most of the time. So please don't sue us. Also, 10% of all the revenue you give to us through ad views, Twitch donations, like bit donations, Twitch subscriptions, all that fun stuff, goes to the Trevor Project. And our wonderful mascot, Ping, has a little bit more information on what the Trevor Project is. Take it away, Ping. The Trevor Project is the leading the organization working to end LGBTQ youth suicide in the U.S. and beyond. The nonprofit operates several programs to help prevent and respond to the public health crisis of LGBTQ youth suicide, including 24-7 free crisis services, research, advocacy, education, and peer support. There we go. All the administrative stuff is out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> All disclaimers have been claimed. That's right. <laughs> <clears throat> so, let me see here. Let me look at our list here. Um, we could touch on Epic Games here real quick if you want. Let's, yeah. Let's touch on sure. that. Sure. So, Epic Games is altering their pricing model. Of course, uh, after Unity did their altering of their pricing model and re-altering and then walking back, as is Wizards of the Coast tradition, um... I was reading up on it, and it, they, apparently they're focusing folks outside of the uh, game dev community using their engine for um, high-profile projects like movie making. Mm -hmm. So they're targeting those folks right now. And I think that's a good move uh, because it doesn't endanger the developers. And I like how they're like, it's not going to be unreasonably priced. It's going to be right where it should be. So don't expect anything too crazy for using our product. Outside of the gaming industry, but I can imagine they were they were tiptoeing around after the whole Unity debacle. Yeah, I mean, how would you I, go ahead? Sorry, go ahead. I mean, how would you even keep track of all of that? Because with uh, with uh, the Unreal Engine, um, I'm pretty sure it keeps track of uh, where it's installed and all of the stuff, kind of like Unity was claiming that it does. And if you're using the engine just to create video or uh, CGI renderings for movies or, or whatnot, um, how would they keep track of that? I know that they said they're going to start charging per seat basis, but it ends up coming down to, like, is is going to be on the honor system or, or, or what? Well, um, the, the biggest thing with them is they, first off, they only charge royalties on companies that make over i think it's a million dollars a year uh so it's you you do have to do filings with them to let them know how much money you're making and then they base it on that but you do have to hit those revenue yeah it's over a million dollars 
you have to hit those revenue thresholds. So I think credit where credit due, Epic has been very open <clears throat> about what's going on. And that is that Fortnite is losing money. Hands down, it is losing money like there is no tomorrow. So for them to sit there and be like, hey, we're going to start charging a little bit more for everybody who is not in the game development world. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, yeah, it's inconvenient, it's like, pick and choose. I smile too hard at the whole fact about Fortnite losing money. I don't know why. I shouldn't. But <laughs> no, it's your money. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't have it back, please. Now, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Fortnite is a, was a smash hit. I know that they were trying to do some cool stuff with it, and it just took off. And it is a lot of fun for what it is. Mm-hmm. But um, they were using that to find a lot of their other projects. And this is on top of it. I think, if I remember correctly, isn't uh, Epic? Also backed by Tencent now. They have Tencent has a ten percent or twenty percent stake in the company. It's oh. not a controlling stake, that's for sure. They yeah. just have one of their little tentacles in in uh, Epic now. Yeah, it's, it's ever growing. Yeah, I mean, but they've been in there for a long time though. Mm-hmm. That's going back a number of years, and that's when I was like, mm, never, ever, ever going to get an account with the Epic Game Store. Oh, yeah, this was, I think it predates the Epic Game Store. I know they were trying to go toe-to-toe with Steam, um, and they kind of started off the same way as Steam, where they were making games, and then they decided to become a digital release platform, which is why we haven't seen a whole lot of Valve stuff lately. And just, they're, they're you know, they've got a, um, a brief lifeline on all of their current games. I think uh, Counter-Strike 3 is on its way um, to supersede Go. But between... Ironic, though, we're, we're going to get a... Three before we get a Half Life three. Yeah. I'm wondering, and you know, as we talk about the flash gets, you know, Apex versus Fortnite stuff or whatever. Um, part of it, I wonder, with the whole layoff thing going on with Fort, uh, with um, Epic and stuff like that, and them saying that we've been spending more money that we earn. I'm wondering if they're trying to put the blame on Fortnite, <laughs> which kind of makes the uh, whole flash gets video even more cringe right now. Well, if, if they were using that to uh, bootstrap all of their projects and keep it alive because their other projects aren't making money, it would make sense. So, yeah. I mean, and that's what happens when they put way too many eggs into one basket when it came to Fortnite, too. They, they, they shoveled all their their stuff into Fortnite to get all these collabs going down, these skins produced for all these big-name guys like Ninja and all that. And also Rick and Morty, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, yeah. And... The kids that were playing it starting to grow up, and they want to play other games. I mean, it was a great game for that generation coming up, and now they've they're starting to move on. You got your Call of Duties, uh, you got your Apex, uh, Apexes. I couldn't think of the other name. Overwatch. So, mm-hmm. Overwatch. They have options now, like Fortnite. Like the the biggest thing they did to try to stay relevant was make a non build mode, which got a lot of us like older people like me back into the game because we hated build mode. I don't want to play with Legos while I'm trying to shoot you in the face. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. <laughs> oh my God, I think Carbot had an animation or Carbot Studios had an animation where they were talking about Fortnite and like dude was trying to snipe another dude and you'd hear the uh, gunfire and all of a sudden he like builds like a three bedroom house and a uh, garage and carport and stuff like that. <laughs> Just like instantly. Wasn't, wasn't Epic also the ones that I, I don't really log into epic honestly weren't they also the ones that were like from time to time giving out like free games and stuff like that too 
They okay. still do. I still oh. I, I see it pop up every now and then when I uh, reset the computer. So I'm wondering if that's part of their problem as well, because they're like they're giving away they could discount games, but to give away games, it's I don't think that's a good model. Well, the other part about it is they're offering a better revenue share for the developers uh, as a distribution platform, which is what they're trying to use to um, get uh, platform exclusive and um, more traffic to their site. So they're 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 doing their best. Uh, as far as that's concerned, but um, you know, it's either they could cut how much revenue the developers get, or, <laughs> or but, um, it, but but it looks kind of bad if they're laying off seven hundred. I mean, eight hundred and seventy employees. You know, sixteen percent of their their workforce. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure the devs are like, uh, what? Yeah, you know, and that's not uncommon across the industry. I think uh, CD Projekt Red also had that uh, that issue as well. In fact, uh, the, the third time it happened, they were like, you know, we should probably unionize. <laughs> yeah. Just maybe. So, Just a thought. And that's uh, also on the top uh, topic docket. Um, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that perhaps maybe generating shovelware or perhaps maybe the cost of AAA games is now become so prohibitive that it is a huge risk. It's always been a risk. And Especially with the huge industry of the indie realm. Like we've seen indie games come out that far surpass anything a AAA title has to offer throughout most of the year. And people just are just so tired of AAA titles coming out not finished and then loaded with either microtransactions or DLC that could have been included in day one game. Oh yeah, like you can get the sixty dollar edition, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much the standard edition. Or you can get the ninety dollar edition with and, you know get the and get the special clown suit that comes with it, along with a season pass for something that you're probably never going to play. <laughs> and then, and then the game still doesn't work. <laughs> so wait, Nana though. Uh, there's no more free games in Epic Store right now, or I have no idea. I I I, I think I uninstalled it. No, it, it pops up every now and then, like every every so often. They say this, there's this. You can get this game now for free. Get it now, and all this stuff. It's from what I've seen, it's never anything good. It's but still free. Like people still yeah. like free shit. So. Well, at least Amazon Prime has free games from time to time too. So, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. If you're a uh, if you're a Prime subscriber, yeah, no, like here on Twitch, still they're like, hey, we got all the free games, and they'll give you some games, and some of them are indie, and some of them are not. And this is on top of like some of the Warframe redeems that I've got were actually pretty sick. Mm-hmm. The Mount redeem for WoW. Oh yes. <laughs> Every time I see a WoW. Um... Redeem come up. I was like, "Oh, Crit's probably cringing right now." Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even playing it. I still claim it. So, <laughs> just give me the wow loot. I'm not even playing right now. The purple tiger looked pretty. I'm, you know, I'm still trying to find a reason to go back. Like, I, I really enjoyed my time with WoW, but I don't want to do the full time job portion of it. If I ever do go back, it would be just to play around with the um the permadeath. Uh, model just to see how far I could get. <laughs> that, that, that's a weak adventure. That's about mm-hmm. it. See if these has private servers now. That's actually rather exciting. So that way you can actually have a uh, a, a a a private co-op adventure 
It's nice. That's true. That we know you have to worry about people coming in and and just taking everything. So so with Sea of Thieves, that was the entire allure, is that it was a lawless sea and you had to sort out your own problems with other players with the other players using anything that you had at your disposal. Like it's I, I really enjoyed that aspect, but there were some people that did, did take it kind of too far. But then again, it's you know it's that's what happens when you're in a lawless uh, uh, water world, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of um, how what was that big Starfighter game where it was just one giant ass universe, and you can go to Galaxy Galaxy and either obey the laws or be pi- pirates. And f- my buddy played it all the time. I cannot remember what it is. Eve online. Eve, that's the one. Yep. Uh, a fun fact, because I'm a Python nerd, um, Eve was actually built with stackless Python. Really? Yep. Huh. The more you know. Dun, dun, dun. Elite Dangerous as well. Yeah? Yeah, no, no, Elite Dangerous. I remember when that first came out. It was pretty lawless. You'd get tore up from the floor up because people were dicks. It reminds me of freaking, um, it was not Left 4 Dead. That's a fun game. Uh, there's another zombie game, Turns. Oh, it was, uh, it, me and Panda used to play it all the time. And there were you had the box, mo- like the sandbox mode, like all the other ones that were coming out. But then you had the survival mode where you actually have to go collect everything and not die to zombies or a random ass bear showing up. I remembered. There was four of us, and when the game first came out, there was no like comp- like no map or compass that came with it. You had to get the supplies to make a compass, and even then, it didn't really point you in the right direction. We are at the point where we had to literally look at the map and tell each other what our coordinates were and pray that we could figure out how to match coordinates and meet up with each other in the game. I remember us finally doing it one time after, I'm, I'm not even joking, 30 minutes of us surviving and not dying. And some of us dying and respawning and trying to get back again. We got to town and we're like, okay, we can finally play the game. Let's go and loot some of these houses so we can get going. The moment I pretty much said that, another squad comes around the corner and does a drive-by and wipes us out and spreads us all back across the map. Never played the game again. Rust? No, it wasn't Rust. Um, or, was it, or was it that H1Z1. H1Z1. That's about right. I was like, "Yeah, we can, we can, we can find a better game to do this." And I don't feel like uh, it was great. It was hilarious. We laughed about it, but I was like, "Yeah, we're not going to hunt each other down again. Not going to happen." No, I'm good. I like how the cost prohibitiveness of creating uh, large, uh, big budget games <laughs> ran us down the uh, the uh, the, the memory trail of all no, the good. games we played and the days gone by. I'm pretty sure Imi has a few of those. Eh, just a few. Just a few. So, <laughs> uh, let's see here. What else we got? Ba, 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 ba. So, yeah, no, like our farmer CD Project Red. Uh, so yeah, CD Project Red uh, had to let uh, the the Lumi English yes, English is hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to pull a Mitch McConnell here. I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn son. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Oh, hang on. No, 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 no. I got that. I got one better. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I got to find it. Oh, my God. Anyways, uh, CG product, CD Projekt Red has had three rounds of layoffs. 
and their devs decided to unionize, which is fantastic. It's too bad it took that long. Uh, they started talking about unionizing after the 2023 wave of layoffs when 9% of Reds, which was about 100 people, were let go. Uh, they've basically been after, you know, the normal things that come with unionization, job stability, benefits that properly help you out, because one of the biggest problems they were having was tremendous stress of insecurity and effect that was affecting their mental health and leading kind of to that whole, like, well, if we don't stand up for ourselves, the employer's not going to stand up for us. So get on them. It's shitty that it uh, took that long for them to discuss unionization um it would have been better for them obviously if they had started discussing that sooner but you know it's better late than never right mm-hmm. i mean well unless you're the uh, devs from um bioware studio that uh, was making dragon age dreadwolf they're like we're unionized and they're like oh it looks like your contract is up that's unfortunate we're gonna yeah, yeah darn filing an unfair labor practice or the equivalent in Canada, which is good because fuck that noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, in Canada, I hope that's a thing. I know here in the States, like, I don't even know how that would work, especially if you're working with um, uh, contracting companies, right? Like, who, like who, who negotiates that price? I know for a fact that here that um, the contracting company takes a large share of the... Um, of whatever the price you cost of working there is, right? So you get the leftovers is what it is, and they pay off, and they, and they pay pretty much everything, like running whatever space it is, if it's on site or, or whatever. So I, I'm still trying to figure out why, you know, it's what, what good is it to unionize and say that's okay, and for the... The, I'm going to say the uh, the customer of the contract company be like, yeah, no, we're good. It just shows you how scummy they are, like what their true really? intentions were. That's right. Like, it just demonstrates how shitty people can be. Like, oh, I, I can't take advantage of your work ethic all hours of the night and not pay you the way you should be paid. I can't do that anymore. Oh, what a shame. I can just, I'm just going to go find somebody else something to take my ball and go home bye yeah, well, this and is something- not have any repercussions for it which is a dick move which i hope like i said they get the repercussions uh Lumi was uh, i mean was talking about like get the whole front full frontal of that one full frontal mm-hmm. full, full frontal yep. this is a helicopter mm-hmm. away leave the lube at home <laughs> so oh, damn dude <laughs> but yeah i mean there, there, there's, there's got to be some rhyme or reason, and why? I mean, and this is on top of like all of the, um, all of the extra hour, like crunch, like all, all the stuff that we've talked about over the last like forty eight episodes, right? Um, uh, crunch culture, um, mm-hmm. uh, unsafe work environments, and by unsafe, I'm talking both uh, physically and uh, sexually and whatever else. Like it's just a her, it's not harassment free. Uh, I think uh, some of the claims that we've read over the last year have been, uh, it's pretty much a boys club. Yep. Yeah, I know a lot of notes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to the Let point the where Karma go. was like, hello. <laughs> You're not going to like me anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. There, 
it was funny because one of the supervisors was like, oh, good, 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 good. Safety girl, you're here. We can't, we can't afford another, uh, we can't afford another accident today. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get to work. <laughs> I didn't even tell you guys what happened. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Because well, like your, your safety stories are amazing and they need to be <laughs> vocalized. Go for it. Please. I mean, should I? Uh, I would leave out whatever details don't need to be said, but yeah, go for it. Okay, so hopefully, okay, so they didn't put a stabilizer in the stairs to make it not sway, right? So they're transporting the stairs to a different gate, and um, they go close to the bay, or I guess the caster deck, or whatever you want to call it. So since the stabilizers weren't in place the stairs were swinging as the driver was not really paying attention and it took out one of the security cameras and on top you know with the caster deck on the ceiling of the caster deck the camera dislodges from its spot still attached the wires swings down and smashes the back window of the vehicle like a wrecking ball. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody was screaming, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Fuck around that's... and find out. I was, like, I was like, that's karma. I'm like, that's a couple of thousand dollars in the hole, but that's karma. You don't need a hole. Holes are overrated. Mockingbird, I have never hit so hard in... I don't know what that's in reference to. I don't know either. I missed that. What happened? It, it's a lyric to the Wrecking Ball song. Um, oh, oh, duh. Bruh. I, I even said the lyric. That yeah. tells you how, where my brain is tonight. I'm sorry. After Ron Jeremy did his parody of it, I'm I'm good. Like I, I flushed <laughs> that song from my memory until we started singing it. I'm like, oh, no. So. I showed him. I showed I me another video of uh, Wrecking Ball, too. <laughs> Yeah, there's not enough bleach on this planet, unfortunately. <laughs> Just every every nope that I've got, you can have. I don't think my brain will ever recover. At that point, it should be like wrestling bell meets wrecking ball, right? Mocking bard. <laughs> Sorry, Just... mocking bard. I heard. <laughs> I mean, that I also works. Say mocking bard. That's what it sounded like you said. <laughs> the mocking bard coming to a, a tavern near you. Vicious mockery. Oh um, god, that was so great. Vicious. <laughs> that guy. So that musician is something incredible. He also did one of the other items that I posted up on the Discord server for uh, red flags. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the reverse too. I love it. <laughs> so yeah no it's, it's good stuff so yeah no i mean all i gotta i think i think if i were to wrap everything up everybody needs to hug a game dev and support them in their trials for employment because um it's a very hostile environment and software development as a whole is a hostile environment it's interesting i think i was just discussing was it was you me i forgot who i was talking I think maybe it was maybe it was with my wife and I was sitting there saying, you know, yeah, software developers can make as much as they're saying, and that's how they're advertising it, which is why places like, uh, uh, I, I better not mention names or I'll get sued, um, my, <laughs> my, my beatbootboxcareer.com, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just use that, or any of your other random college 
college-like, get-a-job-here-devry-type schemes. Um, <clears throat> We're a small indie company, Daco. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and they're, they're promising, yes, you could make 100000 150000 a year writing software. Yeah, well, so every one of the industry professionals and veterans that have, have done that have been doing it for years, and it is a hustle. Like... It's all con. It's almost all contract work. Nobody works for the companies they code for, barely, unless they're like a a a like somebody like a game uh, designer, I should say, somebody who doesn't do code and thinks up the idea, kind of like uh, Peter Molyneux. I'm pretty sure he hasn't touched a line of code, or if he did, it has been a very long time, which is why he can say the things he does, and none of it comes true. So, but yeah, like hug a game developer, support them. Like, uh, mm -hmm. protect their work environments, whether it's McDonald's yep. or if it's behind a computer writing your f next favorite video game, it's all important. I don't um, care where you work. You should never be treated like shit. Oh, yeah. Especially at Ubisoft. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. Yep. Uh, headline this week, ousted Ubisoft execs arrested on sexual misconduct charges. Say it ain't so, Pa. Say it ain't so. I would See what happened in the chat. <laughs> God damn. So yeah, um, it was. It's a very short article. Um, Ex CEO Sergey, uh, was that? How do you pronounce it? Hascoat. Hascoat. Well, well, no. It's 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 the e with the umlaut on the top, and I don't know how to pronounce that. Mm. You lost me. At, uh, you know, whoever. <laughs> oh, Hascoet. Hascoet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like Noel. Like, yeah. Anyways. Well, either but, way. No, not quite. But anyways, so, I think that's about right. Again, same conversation. Um, what was interesting in this particular article is that he'd been accused of misogyny and homophobia behavior, which had allegedly been overlooked by the then head, uh, HR head, Cecile Cornet. God damn it. Um, did, I, did I mispronounce it? No, no, no. Just yeah. overlooking it. Like, you dumb fucks, do your goddamn fucking job. And Tommy Francois, yeah. I think. In the next paragraph, the thing that stuck out in my mind was their alleged behavior was described as an open secret. So, and that's the kind of environment. And we've heard stuff like that, like, uh, even like, what was it? It was Linus Tech, uh, Linus yep. Tech Tips, where, like, like, People are getting harassed this way, uh, predominantly females. Like, just, you, you can't feel safe at your work, and that's what provides everything for you, right? Because you need money to survive, and you. Yeah, but what do you do? Yeah. Kick them in the dick. And if HR ain't on your side, you're stuck. Yep. If HR's bought out, then you're up a creek without a boat. <laughs> I've never heard it said that way. <laughs> up a creek without a boat <laughs> forget the title you out there without a whole ass boat so <laughs> so yeah game industry is kind of fucked um, there's a way we could support them better totally would um, other than to call attention to it and, um, and for fuck's sake if you don't agree with the video game don't send death threats and harass the yeah. developers they've got enough shit on their plate at least coming in from the news and whatnot. jeez they take enough of it at work. They don't need you slinging your shit, too. Oh, so yeah. keep it to yourself. Especially for the, open, the ones that are openly social, unless they really fuck up and say stupid stuff like, uh, who was it? Who was, the, who was the Japanese developer that got all uh, xenophobic? 
pretty sure like everybody lately has been getting dinged for being supremely xenophobic. There was a tell, tell us about it, Crit. Uh, you could probably look it up. Um, oh, you didn't have it on hand. Okay. It's it's just there's I've been reading into it. Apparently, he there was a dev that was being kind of um in the midst of having a lot of uh, controversies. Uh, like they say, in late September 2023, and videos on TikToks became began emerging with details about Yander's devs' alleged inappropriate act, uh, interactions with minors and stuff like that. With that dev, it's just there's sort like I said, there's devs that need to be embraced, and there's some that needs to be embraced with a bat. Yeet. Yeah. Um, they've been grooming. Um, a fan that was underaged, and some accounts have purported that he even made social media accounts to speak on behalf of minors in questions, and even trained them what to say to avoid allegations. So, sound like the sound like the Catholic Church. Hello. So there's a whole um, lot of no not okay with that. Uh, yeah, no. Um, he was rationalizing an adult becoming friends with a minor, and subsequently made a one thousand dollar donation to I think it's R-A-I-N-N, a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping victims of se- sexual violence. But uh, yes, because if I make a donation, that'll make the uh, stupidity go away. That'll, that'll wipe the slate clean. Yes, it's absolutely. Okay. It's okay, officer. I can do this. I donate to this charity that's against it. So that <laughs> Trust me, I'm from the internet. You'd be surprised how many people actually do that thinking that is completely okay. It's like that's not how that works, fucko. This is the real world, not the fantasy world you're living in. <laughs> yeah, uh. you can just like go eat a bag of dicks. Mm-hmm. I had some other words I was going to use, but I probably shouldn't use them. Yeah, well, talking about bag of dicks, what do you want to hit next? You want to go for uh, 23, <laughs> 23 and Me or BBC? But it's you want the BBC? All right. take the BBC yeah, we'll, we'll take the BBC first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So headline on this one. The BBC is blocking open AI data uh, scraping from their sites, but they're cool with a, a generating AI articles. Of course. Make it make sense. So as demonstrated before, I'm a huge-ass tech nerd. Um, these generative models that they keep, like, swinging around like a giant uh, solve-it-all um, uh, pleasure toy is not... <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I said it last podcast um, that they, they're making it sound like it's the next um, uh, holodeck program, right? Like, it, it, it is just like a human being. It's not. I mean, it, it absolutely isn't. And you can, right now, as it stands in the development, uh, because of the large language models, and that's what they're marketing because it shit's expensive, um, that using those will allow you to get away and reduce costs, and it makes good decisions. It doesn't. It makes the probably right decision, and that probably is what will get you in trouble. And, mm-hmm. since, and since computers are not people, and they cannot be taken to court, nor can they be held liable for any advice it gives you, I mean, who, so who do you blame? Like, we've had incidents where, oh, I think it was, uh, was it the new Bing co-pilot uh, before, I think it was mass released, was telling a user that they should just go off themselves? 
mm-hmm. in the news what? somewhere? Yeah, no, it, it's it's out there. It was happened like uh, what six months ago or something like that. I know when they were pushing the uh, pushing that, but it's gotten much better now. Um, and to train these models, pff, there are some very traumatized people in third world countries that have to look at this stuff and and take care of it. So, what reason why I bring that up is because they're talking about we don't want you to scrape our data to feed your model, but we want to use that same model to generate our articles. No. That's not <laughs> no. How any of that works. No. You can't you can't say popcorn and then give me no butter. You can't have the cake and then not eat it. Like you can't have it both ways. You have to either do it or you don't. You right. can't you do this you, you no. Know. Like why why is why is that so hard to grasp? Why is common sense so rare on this planet? Please help me. Because money decreases your IQ and decision making skills. I I mean, I th- I don't know. Nord Nord's grumpy about this. <laughs> so, yeah, it it doesn't make any sense that that's a that's a that's a statement they would put out there because they're they're committed to producing the uh, the highest quality possible and unfortunately while AI does a good job at mimicking uh, human interaction and um, <clears throat> and writing articles and whatnot unless you put in a stupid prompt then it just repeats itself like four times in four paragraphs and goes all right cool is that good enough well, here you go. <laughs> Gold star for you, just, AI bot one. It might as well play the sound. Work's done. Like at the end, because Oh, on a on a separate, uh, unrelated note, the Warcraft Rumble. What is that? I keep getting my 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 mailbox is filling up with. You can get Rumble stuff inside of World of Warcraft now, and I'm like, so what? What is that? I think it's like a mobile app for WoW or something. I haven't really gotten into it. I haven't really deep dived into it mm. but apparently they also offer stuff that you can actually like 3d print from rumble oh that's actually pretty neat you can make some yeah. minis if you play D with a little wild theme yeah that's cool like a little D peon like orc peon be like zug zug and then have medivh pop out of nowhere and be like bah one day I will make a UDP broadcast video game. I don't know what it'll do, um, but I, I will. It'll be the four of us is going on a grand adventure, and then turns out Aimee's the big bad guy at the very end, and with the use ping to fight him. Yep. I'll be reduced to being a mount. <laughs> it'll be the fullest feature game I could potentially produce as a side hobby coding thing that will be released uh, hopefully before I die. So, I said I could be anything in D and D, and I became a blade of grass. <laughs> Pot, <laughs> a potted plant. Wow, magic! Oh, look, it's a rusted druid tickling your foot <laughs> with the blade of grass. Oh no! You get one plus HP back. <laughs> look at this little bean sprout. It's trying its best. <laughs> it's doing its damnedest. There was. <laughs> Wild growth by a half an inch. God damn it. Slowly swaying in the summer breeze. Mm-hmm. Check, please. I'm out. 
We need to do the sound effects. Why is the grass talking to me? <clears throat> so, but yeah, like AI is certainly not the end all be all. It can get close and it will probably be okay. But again, probably. Like, uh, there are people who are using it to write code and it probably works. And it's been proven it probably works because you still have to like rewrite it because it doesn't do it exactly correct. Heck, it will even reference things that don't exist. According to K, what was it that we, we talked about this a few, few episodes ago where, um, or maybe I was reading about it, where this lawyer was uh, using ChatGPT to generate his, um, his filings for court. <sighs> No shit. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was sent it to the court, and the court was like, we don't know what you're talking about because all the cases that the chat GPT had, uh, had, had referenced don't exist. <laughs> and then was challenged and used chat GPT to generate the links to said cases, and it generated links that went nowhere. That's amazing. So apparently, according to chat, that guy got disbarred as well. Oh, good. As he should have, but it's still freaking hilarious. <laughs> I don't want to do work. Hey, you do this for me. I'm going to go get some coffee. He comes back. like, Yeah, that looks good enough. Here you go. Here you go, uh, judge. Like, What are you on about, dude? Get out of here. <laughs> That's the example of like, you know, you can't hold the computer liable. I mean, I mean, who is the lawyer going to sue after he's disbarred? Not that he could sue anyone and have to get his own lawyer. Who will probably mm -hmm. laugh him out of his office. No, dude. <laughs> like, no, you bought this upon yourself, bud. Right? Computers can't be held liable. It's a service. And I believe there's disclaimers everywhere saying that uh, please double check your work and don't take it seriously. Um, and the fact my man didn't read it before sending it off at the judge just shows you, like, yeah, you got what you definitely deserved. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Oh, and I think the last bit, we're going to talk about 23andMe. So... What was it? Seven million twenty-three and Me accounts were compromised and are up for sale on the dark web. Um, oh, good! Uh, like very sensitive personal information. Um, mm -hmm. Dark web was getting kind of dry; they needed some kind of influx. So. It's it's interesting. When I first heard about these genetic testing kits, I really didn't need a test to uh, send off for them to tell me how white I am. <laughs> but more importantly, associating my genetic information with um, all of my other details, my real name, my birth date, credit card numbers, whatever 23andMe stores about uh, that particular data. And we're seeing that real time now, uh, what happens when you do stuff like that, uh, trusting a company to do genetic research on your spittle. And... Uh, <laughs> And now it's all compromised. It sounds like, at least in this article, it wasn't due to any um, um, any fault of 23andMe. At the, well, of course, that's what it's saying. Any fault of, of 23andMe at this particular moment um, because they checked their security and everything else is just fine. What happened was a bunch of uh, user accounts um, that were already compromised on the dark web uh, with old passwords and whatnot were used to break into 23andMe take a lot of that data, which for 7 million accounts may be possible. That's a huge undertaking. Oh, so I might be compromised even though I didn't, I didn't spit. Yep. 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 Joy. So. Yeah, I got the little thing. I, I still have it on my shelf. I just haven't gone through with the uh, swab process. I'm and curious. I was, was going to. 
I was gonna do that too, just to just to just to see what's going down. But now I think I'll keep my spit to myself. Well, we're so divisive as it stands across the world. We're one or the other, or one against the other, because somebody has something that they want to believe in, and it's always adversarial, um, in a negative sense and not in a competitive sense to accomplish a goal. <laughs> right, and it's it, it's honestly wearing on me after the what however long I've been alive. I can't even remember at this point. See, I'm old enough to not remember how the whole, how old I am. You're catching up to Amy. I'm old. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> I am goddamn fucking old. Yeah, you just turned 963 <laughs> this year, I think. I mean, I'm going to be 61. 35 oh. in January, so. You'll be what? 961 years old. <laughs> 95? 35. Oh, 35. Yeah. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. Personal information now given out. You have an idea of uh, when Crit Chicken was born. <laughs> the average, <laughs> the average age of the group here. I don't mind. I <laughs> throw that way off. People. <laughs> yep. I people, sound young. People Holy confuse Christ, me as I'm a twenty-six-year-old. So I mean. Okay. Well, that's all right. In that case, they'll just make them say, "Ah, oh, no, this can't be right. She lied." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 23 and these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, on these nuts, let's talk about what we're doing uh, moving forward next week. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one. Um, I am on call at work this next week, so there will not be a podcast where I am present. Um, if Imi and Crit... Uh, or Cajun want to host the next podcast, they have my stream keys and are more than welcome to take over the channel and do as such. Um, I have all the assets loaded into the drive. Um, so, yeah. Uh, beyond that, I'll be doing some shiny hunting with the Nordic Cajun this week for for another Nordinary week for three yeah, days. We're, we're doing twerk on that, uh, that shiny bingo card. Yeah, I really wanted that Applin to get that stamp on it. Oh, man. Yeah, happened so aggro. And Imi suffered through like an hour and a half of it earlier today. So, of what? Exactly. See, it was. So <laughs> He's like, why, yeah. why is Lumi on this weird, weird lizard riding around looking at these little red dots? So, <laughs> I'm looking for the green one, Imi. Oh, you were playing the Pokemans. Yes, I'm playing right, the Pokemans. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I got him. I got him on the shiny train, and he's. F- Freaking catching him in his sleep now. He he's he showed me two freaking Pokemon sleep shine he's gotten this week and it's like, Ed, I, I that's the one game I failed to shine me in. Yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel catching a Pokemon in your sleep? I, I figured it out. I found a way. Oh uh, yeah. Um yeah, I'm the note of Pokemon. I do have a quick story I wanted to share. It was an emotional story for me, believe it or not. Nord has emotions. Um uh, I have a bunch of the old uh, DS games. I've been collecting them over time, and I have I have most of them except for the black and white generation. That's the one I'm trying to get my hands on. And back circa 2016, I believe, is when X and Y was the big game. Mm-hmm. And I had Pokemon X, and I had bought Pokemon Y for Panda to play so we could play together. And... That was that was the same year Middleman um, was born. Fast forward to twenty twenty three, and I was looking for all my old games, and I could not find my Pokemon X. I found her Y. I found every other game I have for the DS. I have them in my little Switch case. They all have their little spot. I have it all organized. Cannot could not find X. 
could not. Today, uh, X is the one that I caught my first uh, shiny Pokemon in. I think I mentioned that in stream not too long ago. I caught the shiny Spinda, which is why I have the Spinda uh, mascot on the on the on the stream. And I was out on the front deck, and I for some reason I pulled out. Uh, I was playing Sword, and I pulled out Eternus, which is the big legendary in that game. And I was like, oh, I forgot I have a card which gave me a shiny version of this that I have to do is go scratch off the code and put it in. I'm going to go look for it. So I came in here to come in the computer room to find it because I thought I had left it on my desk. And I looked down and I found a Super Mario Brother World or whatever it was, Nintendo 3DS case. And I opened it up and Pokemon X was sitting right there. I've been <laughs> looking for that thing for a good long ass time. I'm going to say about a year. I've been looking for this thing. Crack it open. Is it like, ah? It's like you, you've been sitting literally next to me this entire time. You couldn't make a noise. You couldn't <laughs> do something. Let me know you're here. And I plugged it in because I was really dying to see what I had on the game. And I'm going through it. And I could, I can't make this part. This is what, this is where the emotional part comes in. The last time, uh, not the last time, the time that I caught this, sh the shiny Spenda was the the, the let's see the seven year anniversary of it is in two days the um i caught it on october 9th 2016 and when i opened it up and look at it i it, it was the same year harrison was born and i didn't know i had done this i had named the spenda harrison and Aww. i i started tearing up like it was, I don't know why it was so emotional. I guess it was just because, uh, old, like seven years ago, me was so excited to be a dad that I named my first shiny after my son. And that's probably why his little goofy ass is such a shiny luck charm around when he walks in the room. It all started with that little spinda, and I found it today. And I, I was, it was an emotional time for me for being both a dad and a, and a, and a Pokemon, uh, gamer, gamer and shiny hunter. So. Yeah, it was a it was a cool little moment in the the world of Nord, which only fuels my fire to want to catch more Digum shinies this week with, uh, with Lumi, and I actually have an idea for a stupid side shiny hunt in November, which I'll talk to you about it later, Lumi. Oh yeah, like Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about it more Tuesday because it 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 in it uh involves a lot of side hustle on my part and a lot of hatched eggs, <laughs> so I'm not looking forward to it. But it sounds like a lot of Actually, right. fun to collect them all. Well, there, there you go. There's your cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. better mm -hmm. tune in Tuesday for another Nordinary week. Oh uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna be. We, I say, we just go bang our heads against some trees and get this freaking apple and caught. That's what I think yeah. we should do on Tuesday. That's 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 what I'm gonna end up doing probably tomorrow. To see if I. Well, no, I can't. Well, no, I'll just do the tree method. Anyway, so let's move on to uh, Amy and Crit. We know what y'all are doing next week. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, going to my friend's wedding. <laughs> True, well, but together. To yeah, together. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I met her. I met the friends for like one day. I was like, if I can get the time, I will come to your wedding. She's like, really? I can't. I can't. So we kind of like hit it off. It was kind of like on a whim. I was like, I could too. I could. I could come up for your wedding. You could. Try. Give it all I have. Might be for a couple of days, but it's worth it. Do it. Do it. Oh, but, I, I'll. Yeah. But 
on time crunches, this and that, the other thing, and what, I, what the crit is doing right now. I'm getting ready for bed. Because oh, yeah. I have to be up in three hours. Well, in that case, uh, quickly, Aimee, what's going on? Same old, same old? Uh, Kind of, and also playing some MechWarrior online with uh, Bomb Redeemer. Cool. So, with that and, being... And one more little thing I forgot to add. Um, Bug is actually hosting an event this Friday on for Friday the 13th. <laughs> You know what? We should we should probably do that. I, I'm all about like talking about the folks in the community. So yep, she she's hosting a uh, we're doing a phasmophobia night with her, Jalen, and actually me and Panda. She invited me and Panda to come and uh, do some spooks. Oh, that's Yay. exciting! So we're gonna uh, get our buttholes puckered with ghosts, basically. Take that as you will. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghost. But what you should be afraid of is the end of the podcast. So, yeah, because this, a lot of us are tired and ready to go to bed. <laughs> pretty much. Um, I'll probably be, uh, after a quick break, I'll probably be in the lounge on the Discord server, which if you ever want to join, it's uh, the command is bang Discord in chat. Um, probably go play some video games, maybe some more Baldur's Gate, maybe I'll hunt some Applins. I have no idea. Probably Applins, because I've got 30 minutes to reset the time. So. I just realized my crit chicken thing looks like when it's idling, it looks like it's trying to shake off some fleas. I thought it was trying to shake off the moss off the antlers. I thought I had too much coffee. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All <weird>. the above. <laughs> too much espresso. Like, oh my god. Well, see, it matches your Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That needs espresso. That's not enough espresso. This little thing looks like it'd be on espresso, yes. Instead of like fueled by ramen, the record label, I'm fueled by espresso. <laughs> it runs flow, it flows through my veins. <laughs> yeah. But yep, that's it. Crit, go get some good sleep. Cajun, yeah. go crash TF out. And, I'm uh, going to bed too. I'm tired. I'll bring up ramen espresso. That sounds so gross. Can you imagine <laughs> broth in an espresso? Ugh. I've heard of worse things. <laughs> and in my younger years, I've tried worse things. <laughs> like bedtime. That's horrible. <laughs> no. All right. I'm going to go ahead and stop this recording. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. Bye.